Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show. Today's radio show is a topic that I've never spoken or written specifically about and it's called Heartbreak and the Narcissist. And most definitely we know that breakups and breakdowns with narcissists hurt our hearts profoundly. And when we understand so much more about our own evolution and the transformational process of growing and healing, we can start to know that the journey of life is primarily through our heart. I know I used to think that my life was dictated by what I thought instead of what I feel. And after all, that's really what we'd been taught hadn't we to not be emotional we were taught we needed to have it together and we believed that we had to appear really functional and capable in life in order to survive and as we all know we are usually not capable of just being together and having it together after we get hit by a narcissist so there's a saying that I really love And once upon a time, I really couldn't understand it. And since being orientated in Thriver Recovery, it now resonates with me really powerfully. And this saying is, when our heart is smashed open, it's able to hold more love. Now, in my own case, as well as so many other people, I really do believe that this was one of the most powerful truths as to why our narcissistic abuse experience happened. You may or may not have heard of heart math, which is actually studies done on the resonance and the consciousness and the energy of the heart. And there are studies which are done in regard to heart math where these studies are asserting that there is intelligence in the heart. There is a literal awareness that is independent of the brain and that the heart is sending many more messages to the brain than what the brain is sending to the heart. I really thoroughly believe that. Many of us believe that our head is leading our heart logically and I now deeply understand that when I was trying to formulate my life logically, I wasn't partnering myself. I was ignoring my emotions and my intuition and my inner being. And I certainly wasn't loving and supporting myself. In fact, I was really hard on myself. And when I was trying to work my life out logically, I often ignored or told my emotions to shut up. And I simply tried to do my own logical thing the way my ego believed things should work out. But really, 
These mind strategies are defences trying to protect our heart rather than knowing what it is to work with our heart and generate life through our heart centre. Naturally, when we've been heartbroken by a narcissist, everything that we believed our life to be is smashed to pieces. And we've not realised at this point that we'd pinned our life on this person. We'd believed that this person was the source of our good feelings, the source of our flourishing, and that our life was totally dependent on what this person was or wasn't doing in order to give us our own life. And these are all functions and strategies and defences in our mind. This leads to handing our power over and putting the well-being and wholeness of our life in the hands of another person. Naturally, when people don't live up to these expectations, which we've placed on them to fulfil our own hearts, our hearts feel smashed to pieces. And we weren't a solid source of love and fullness to ourselves unconditionally, which means non-dependent on what other people are or aren't doing. If our hearts were independently full of love, then we would not be devastated and heartbroken when someone else is not granting us healthy love. Not being devastated doesn't mean that we're unloving and uncaring. It means we are in life being love rather than trying to get love in order to be it. When we're being ripped apart in narcissistic relationships, we did not realize at this point that we were trying to love another or get them to love us in order for our own hearts to be full of love. We had not realized that we actually can never get love that we have to be love and that is and that is only possible when we can fully open our hearts to ourselves. So the greatest heartbreak truly is the abandoning of our own heart. So our journey begins with knowing that the attending to of the health of our heart is our job. When we were young, we may have had our heart broken. We may have had role models who didn't demonstrate love and acceptance to us. They may have applied conditional love or punishment and we may have unknowingly taken on the beliefs you will never be good enough to love. Thus, we weren't in life with our hearts open, healthy and safe. We had already erected walls around our heart. By not having our hearts open to ourselves and by not giving and receiving love between our conscious self and our inner being as healthy self-support, self-encouragement and self-emotional devotion, which is self-soothing, we had to try to seek validation, love and comfort from outside of ourselves to try to ease our pain of being separated from ourselves. We carried the inner wounds and the false beliefs in our heart centre of you will only love me if I appease you, conditional love, and if I really love you, I'm vulnerable and you may hurt me, and... 
I'm not lovable as I am. Therefore, I have to be someone else in order for you to love me. And of course, there were so many more painful beliefs that we had trapped in our heart. When we carry these false beliefs in our heart, we already have defences. And this means that rather than love through the truth of our inherent worthiness and fullness, we become maladaptive. We tried to get loved we tried to get loved safely by using strategies such as people pleasing, the righteous indignation of lecturing and prescribing, which used to be one of my personal previous favourites, absolutely, I did a lot of that. With statements such as, I would never do what you do to me. How can you do that to me? We didn't realise that our mind strategies were futile to help us when we were simply attracting more of our own painful belief systems. All to break our heart open beyond our defences so that we could let go of these faulty beliefs. Our mind loves to convince us. Of course I have these fears because that is what I have experienced. Yet it is powerless to stay in this orientation because the truth is we are generating life as a source of our own experience. When we remain unconscious, we don't get that that is the truth. And from this place of unconsciousness, and the carrying of wounds in our heart, we fruitlessly want other people to come and prove to us that the beliefs, people who love me hurt me, are false. But this is impossible because who we are being within our own heart is what we generate, regardless of the logical mask we present to the world. So what this of course means is the very defences we use as protection to guard our heart are what traps our wounds within us. The wounds that will emotionally bring us more of what we're trying to defend ourselves against. When we have defences in our mind, it closes off our heart. We've decided it's not safe to have our heart open. And naturally, our closing down of the heart tactic is completely understandable. We're terrified of getting hurt again. And this is a necessary tactic if you're still in the vicinity of an abuser and you don't want to be susceptible. You know you are emotionally terrorized. You know you're not healthy or empowered yet. And you don't wish to be emotionally derailed and hooked again. So in such cases... It's very helpful to close down your heart and be in your head initially. However, this orientation is not effective long term. Our closed down heart means, I don't want to feel the bad feelings. But the problem is when we numb out to bad feelings, we're not able to feel good feelings either. And we're not able to connect to life force through our heart which is the true power to generate joy, peace, bliss and loving miracles. We can't expand when our heart is closed. We merely contract and start living the incredibly painful experience of feeling alone, 
separated and detached from life force. We become diminished. So yes, absolutely in the first instance, once you've discovered that you're no longer going to allow your pearls to be smashed by a swine, you close down, you protect, you shut yourself off from more abuse. But please realize that is not what your life has to be indefinitely. And not only is this a reduced version of what we can live, it is also dangerous long term. Our heart, our consciousness wants to open. Our inner being and soul wants to be free to evolve and expand. It goes against the very nature of creation itself for this not to happen. If we aren't finding the way to open our heart safely and powerfully and be free, we can draw into our life people who will help us open our hearts. Usually not by loving us. Usually by breaking our hearts so ferociously that it rips our false defense mechanisms down. We had this experience with the narcissist and there is no way we want to go through that again. To avoid more heartbreak, we would need to isolate ourselves and that is certainly not living the life we're born to live. Naturally, there is another solution which is evolving ourselves past our fear and our powerlessness. So how do we heal our heart? The first step is to pull back and protect your heart. In regard to a narcissistic relationship, no contact or very strict modified contact is essential. Without doing that, if you continue to engage with the narcissist, you're only powerlessly holding him or her responsible for your heart and of course experiencing more of the devastation of abandoning your own heart. So then... After pulling back and detaching, the next step is to commit to your heart in order to heal your heart. The only pathway to this is the total recognition of my inner being is the generative source of my experience. So therefore there is a requirement to self-reflect. What are the painful beliefs about myself and others in life that have been breaking my heart? How have those beliefs caused me to dismiss my truth, not show up authentically and not stand in my deservedness of the love I am and the love I wish to generate? So these are some of the inner reflection questions that are necessary to do the work on healing your heart. This is how we become conscious. This is how we break out of the this is happening to me randomly via others trance that renders us so powerless to change our life. Trying to fling our heart open without having healed our inner being is just as self-defeating as it is to indefinitely keep our painful belief systems trapped inside and have to shut down and shrink away from life. 
flinging our heart open without becoming a self-partnering source to ourselves is akin to giving to get. I am loving you with all of the love I have to master, yet you are not reciprocating. The reason why someone may not reciprocate and love us is because no matter how much we play out I love you, there are still trapped young painful emotions in our heart generating our life. And this is when people can be really righteous and declare, I gave you everything, I gave you all of my love, yet you didn't love me back. And the truth is, if you are not loving and respecting yourself, no matter what you give another, there is no ability to have a relationship of someone loving you healthily. People can only treat us identically to how we relate to and feel about ourselves. Of course, if we love someone else with everything we have without loving ourselves and without waking up from our own unconsciousness, what happens only confirms more of our trapped inner wounds of people I love hurt, reject, leave or abuse me. Then most definitely we suffer more heartbreak. And this is the power of our almighty subconscious, which is the state of our heart and our emotions. It generates with life the exact validity of existing belief systems to the letter. And then naturally, we don't just suffer the anguish of that present event. We also feel the full force of our previous related wounding that we have not yet healed as it gets ripped up to the surface as well. I can just imagine our soul, our guides and our higher self looking down at us saying, come on, please. How many times do you need your heart broken to go inward, love and accept yourself and heal your own heart? So what is the true heart goal? When we understand our heart's energy, and I promise you that's something it took me a very long time to understand. We can understand our true goal is to be in life in the joy, radiance and expansion of life with our heart open. Not recklessly, but in our own power. It is so empowering and yes, it's absolutely scary at first when we start understanding that the greatest orientation that we can take is healing and opening our heart. Because this is the only way we can connect to ourselves first and then others in life. We are not meant to be an island to ourselves. We're meant to know ourselves as our big self, our radiant connection, spaciousness and expansion into life. Sourcing and generating our true existence, which is living a life that reflects the miracle and love that we truly are. After having the experience of being emotionally devastated and abused, absolutely, initially, this is terrifying. 
And the reason it is terrifying is intuitively we know that if we effort to open our heart to release the lid of our defences, that the pain is going to rush up to the surface. We somehow know and fear if we open up, we are going to start feeling it. And that's right, it's the absolute truth. So we then have two choices. And the first is we stay shut down and we internalise the trauma. And then all of this toxicity trapped inside us makes us sick. We have severe depression and we run the very real risk of attracting more of what we are trying to defend ourselves against. We are going to attract what we're disowning. We may also, as a result of trying to shut the lid on our emotional pain, we start generating illness, even serious illness. And it is a given, whether we like it or not, that these trapped painful emotions are going to generate anxiety and nervous issues like complicated and post-traumatic stress disorder and agoraphobia. Because the toxicity that is trapped within us is attacking our inner being. It's ripping it to shreds and there is no escaping this fact. Okay, so this brings us with the next choice, which is evolving ourselves past this trauma. And the only way to evolve is to meet ourselves. It is the going to and the finding of the trapped painful emotions and faulty beliefs that are hurting us and working at detoxifying our inner being and freeing our heart so that we can open up and connect to life force healthily. When I truly, truly realized the important and dire necessity to get my heart open in life, I looked at all sorts of ways in order to achieve this. I wanted to get the pain out which was causing me to contract so that I could open up space in my emotions and my heart in order to connect and expand into life. And this absolutely meant being with the pain in order to release it. Releasing it in order to be free of it was a must. So it's one thing to open up to fully feel your pain and it's another to drown in it. This was never my intention. Feeling it and releasing it was the goal. So apart from quantum freedom healing, which was and still is my main tool to shovel out painful trapped emotions and faulty belief systems, I started yoga and just recently Qigong in order to open up my body, my cells and my heart to release and let go of toxicity and pain. I remember my first few yoga sessions when I started opening up my body and focused on deep breathing and opening up my heart, everything started to come up and I would do poses, crying and breathing through entire sessions determined to keep my body open. And then after those sessions, I would target what was still there with Quantum Freedom Healing and each time more and more stuff got shoveled out and more and more openness and space opened up inside me and an incredible relief quickly came. 
So my short-term pain was nothing when measured against my immediate, because it was instant relief in most cases, and especially the long-term gain. So whilst you're working through this part of the journey, meeting yourself, it's really important to be around safe, trustworthy people. Don't put your heart at risk until you've had a chance to fully up to show up for yourself and learn to love yourself. Loving yourself means accepting yourself unconditionally, wounds and all, and taking the stand of your dedication to self in order to heal. By being this source to yourself, regardless of the trauma you're working through, you've begun to develop the essential foundation of knowing that you intend to look out for yourself and you will no longer hand your power over trying to get the love that you are not being with yourself. Then it is very important to start generating authenticity and emotional honesty with yourself and other people. And this means owning our inner painful beliefs and taking responsibility for them instead of expecting other people to fix them for us. And knowing that our lovableness is not reliant on people thinking that we are together or we're strong or we're capable. The most incredible love you will ever know is unconditional love. The knowing that you are lovable because you exist warts and all and this has to start with you if we're not orientated in that model we're always going to have defenses we're never going to be able to show up as authentic and we will never be truly loved for who we are when you are being real with people it's so important to have no expectation of them providing you with anything to validate you People don't have to get us in order for us to be whole. We need to get ourselves in order to be whole. Then people will get you in droves because they are always granting you what you are being to yourself. I have some beautiful people in my life, family members and friends, who I shared and I still do my inner painful beliefs and dysfunctions with them. I share and I shared in, in deep recovery. I shared the true me. And I allowed these people to know me and see me warts and all. And I did this with one orientation only, which was to show up as authentic, not to try to win approval, attention or support, I did this because I knew I needed to love and accept myself just as I was. And I discovered when I loved and accepted and supported myself with full acceptance of my inner wounding, I was also loved and accepted genuinely by others as well. Not because I needed them to, just because they were reflecting back to me more of who I was being to myself. And naturally, this allowed my heart to open. I was allowed to be damaged and be able to simultaneously keep clearing trapped painful emotions and beliefs. 
and I was opening up to the wonder of life. And as a result, my heart blossomed open and I started glowing in ways that I never had before. We believe we have to defend and this is so not true. We believe that if I open up and truly be myself, people are going to steal my energy or they're going to abuse or they're going to attack me. If we defend and we close down, it means, of course, that we feel unsafe. We don't believe that we can be a healthy, generative source to ourselves. Or we actually think that our life is randomly delivered by others and we're not a vibrational creator at all. And it means, which, whichever is the case, that we, are, that we still have trapped painful emotions that we're defending. And what this really means is we will continue attracting exactly what it is that we're trying to defend ourselves against. If we are in life with an open heart and we're being authentically radiant, it means our light dissolves all darkness. darkness. It means we are powerfully living as truth. A synonym for truth is love. Living as love means that we can fully be ourselves without the fear of abandonment, rejection, criticism and punishment. It means if something feels wrong that we speak up and we ask for clarification. It means we are somatically being our own worthiness and we can ask for what we need. And if the truth and authenticity that is a match for us is not forthcoming, then we can walk away whole and intact. And then no longer are we living by the conditional false human premise. I need you to be a certain way in order for me to feel good about myself. Naturally, this changes everything. When we are open to fully feeling our feelings, because our heart is open, we start to know the joy of being love. We start being replenished and filled with pure life force. We have more energy. We have more vibrancy. We get younger and healthier and we start to glow. We heal rapidly. Knowing that by allowing ourselves to feel our feelings, that if something painful comes up for us, we can keep our heart open rather than stuffing the pain back down. And then we can go to this exposed wound that's become conscious with love and unconditional acceptance. And then we can help our body release it so that we break free into a reality that does serve us and brings us incredible joy. We become free. I hope that this has helped you understand more about our hearts and what's really going on with our hearts and the journey of healing our heart. And then I hope with all of my heart that you will turn inwards to your own heart and dedicate to your heart. So I look forward this article is coming out on the blog tomorrow. So I look forward to your comments and your questions. 
I look forward to answering those and replying to those. So that's it for me for this radio show, everybody. And I'll be seeing you next week. Lots of love. Bye-bye.